Well, well, well. Would you look at we have here? Another episode of the Prosser Potty. Now, some of you may be thinking, why am I putting out content on a Monday in October when typically all my content will be going out on Tuesdays? Because it's the day that, that works for me. But this day holds near and dear to my heart. It marks 15 years of a friendship that that dates back to when I was just a little old spross. And I know I talk a lot about myself because I want you guys to know, you know, who I am as a person, what I represent, and the struggles I've overcame. But it's not about me anymore right now, man. It just isn't. I want to give out a special happy birthday to my best friend, Keaton Phillips. I know that, you know, I haven't seen you for five years of the 15 because I, I left you. I moved. And I'm going to get all that time back. But the thing is with with him is that he'd take a bullet for me. He's my ride or die. He's the guy I can text at 3 a.m. If I'm feeling low, he's the guy I can call at any point in time and talk about sports, hockey, the Edmonton Oilers. Foreshadowing? Is he making an appearance on the podcast? You'll soon find out. Is the Oilers a major topic of conversation? Well, I can't give out any spoilers, so you'll just have to tune in tomorrow. But first, everybody, on the count of three, I need y'all to sing with me in your car or in your bedroom, wherever you may be listening right now. All right. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Dear Keaton, happy birthday to you. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I do not have a career in singing. I get it. It was awful. It was pitchy. It was gross. But it was sensational in its delivery. And I couldn't think of a better way to dish out a present than this one right here. So I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about our history because all I've been dishing out is my history. Well, now it's time for me to dish out our history. So without further ado, I'm going to take you guys on a journey. So I moved to Huendon, Alberta, obviously, when I was four years old. Uh, I started kindergarten in Huendon, Alberta, and I was known as the new kid. And it was tough being the new kid, even though I was in kindergarten, because it was very difficult to make friends. And I know what you're thinking, like, it's kindergarten, Sean, like, relax, like, your whole life ahead of you. But, like, kindergarten's like the starting foundation of the the person you want to become and and the friend you want to be. And if you honestly actually look back to your kindergarten days and how you treated people, it's the same way you treated people all the way through elementary school, through your middle school years you know, all that puberty and all that stuff, 
great times, let me tell you. I definitely probably glowed up a lot since junior high. I, uh, I learned how to cut my hair. <laughs> but, uh, and furthermore, like high school and the rest of your life. But this, it's enough about me. I'm going to fast track here. I was in the first grade. And I saw a bunch of guys out there. And I saw this one kid and he caught my caught my attention. He was, I don't know, just a loud kindergartner on the playground. And I said, hey, I'm Sean. And he's like, hey, I'm Keaton. Um, do you want to go play tetherball? So we played on our one tetherball pole, all of recess. And me being like a little bit of a, an investigative person, I wanted to know like, you know, where he's from. And he's like, well, I live in the yellow house just up the road. I said, oh, I live in the brown house. He's like, that's your house? Your house is huge. I was like, yeah, that's my house. And like that conversation I hold like dearly to my heart because that 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 literally kickstarted our friendship for the next, well, like I said, 15 years. And I got to say, it's been, you know, amazing. I was invited to all his birthday parties. He came to all mine. But um, it seemed like almost every day after school, I'd ask my older sister if I could go to his house. I'd walk up to his house. And we were really into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at the time. And we both liked Donatello. But me, you know, playing basketball on his net, I let him be Donatello. Um, So I was always Michelangelo. Um. I can't paint like him. I uh, don't have any, you know, karate moves to to flex on. I cannot wield any sort of weaponry whatsoever, but like I said, enough about me. Um, and we would play all afternoon after school. And his mom, um, that I, I, I'd consider... Um, my second mom in this in this world because she was just I was always around so she was always you know really nice to me and you know gave me the the respect and love like she would any of her children um, and what's nice about it is even even after he moved to a, a small town out of Czar like, it wasn't really that far out of the way. I could always see him whenever I wanted to. It was just, you know, really special. And I know, I know, like, this might sound weird to a lot of people out there, but you get three soulmates in life. You get your first initial, sorry, you get your first initial friend, and that's your friend's soulmate. And everybody's got one. It's the people that you see that are completely inseparable. And sure, they may hang out with a friend group, but they also probably spend more time with the two of them than they do any 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 time else. And you know these people. They're the two people that get lunch together all the time in, in uh, the cafeteria. Or they're the two people that sit next to each other on the bench in baseball or hockey. Um, they, they do all the class projects together when there's group work to be done. 
you get the picture. With with Keith and I, because I was I was a year older, or I am a year older, um, we couldn't necessarily have that stuff. But I won't forget playing hockey with him. And I always bring up the one story about, you know, me scoring like seven goals in a novice game. Get with it, Sean. It was novice for crying out loud. All right. <laughs> um, and it just sparked like just a, a whole friendship. But on the soulmate part of things, he's my friend's soulmate. There's nobody I'd rather spend time with than him most days uh there's nobody i really want to play video games with more more so than him um you know we kind of branched off with with gaming but you know we're we're slowly making our way back to it um but this guy is just an outright beauty an outright jam uh we shared our first cigarette together when we were i don't know 12 years old 11 years old and we didn't even know what we were doing then, but it was it was still a special moment. I don't know I don't know why I'd consider that a special moment or anything, but I would necess- I would say that you know it's 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 one of those friends that you know you know sparked uh, no pun intended a another journey that we that we once had, um, and even when I moved. He was still there for me because I was transitioning and he knew it and I wasn't myself. So he was always the voice on the other end of the line for me. And there were some times where I just wasn't right in the head that, you know, I couldn't talk to him. I couldn't talk to anybody, but he, he forced me to, and I couldn't have any more respect for that guy than I do right now. Now, him and I have a love for the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, we've been following them forever. It was every Friday night when I was growing up. The Oilers were on, and we'd sit there and watch watch the Oilers game. We'd then go downstairs, hop on his PlayStation, and we'd play as, well, you guessed it, the Edmonton Oilers. And the nice thing about that was is just that I didn't grow up with a brother, but that man's my motherfucking brother. Like there's, there's nobody out there that even comes close to my brother than him. Like that's not, you know, my blood. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just special to me because he holds, he holds every bit of my heart and I know it's cheesy and I know like it might sound weird, but, it's just how I feel about the guy. Like he's been, he's been my rock and I for one cannot repay him enough for being there for me all this time. I can't, I just can't thank him enough. And I I hope that this towards the end of this, that he, he understands that this guy, I love this guy. He's my man. He's everything to me. Now, I, uh, I moved home and we didn't even skip a beat. We were hanging out every weekend. We were getting drunk together, you know, doing doing guy stuff. And I honestly was in like a, a euphoria state, a euphoric state that you can't obtain 
uh, very often. And, you know, we still gamed a lot together. And I should backtrack a little here because he did go to my Sweet 16. And I was messed up that night. (laughs) Oh, boy, that's a story for another time. But it was just nice that he was there to celebrate that with me. Um, Two years ago, we went camping together. And it was really reminiscent of the the time we went camping when we were younger. Um, You know, sitting at the campfire roasting marshmallows. But, you know, this time around, we're both legal. So there's a little bit of alcohol involved. I don't know why I whispered there. We all know. We all know what I do. I I drink from time to time. It's natural. It's a human thing. Um. I mean, for all the sober people out there, I, I applaud you. I don't have your strength yet. Eventually, I want to get there, but enough about that. Anyhow, it was... We went out on kayaks, and I was a bit under the influence, but I had a life jacket on. We had life jackets on. We were, we were, we were being safe. We were taking the necessary precautions. But... What was just nice about it, it was we were sitting there and we were just talking about life, you know, where we see like our futures. And I always saw him as an athletic superior to me when it came to playing hockey because that man grinds harder than anybody I know when it comes to playing hockey. And I mean, besides, you know, world-class athletes, Conor McDavid, Kyle Yamamoto, Leon Dreisaitl, just to name a few. Edmonton Oilers players, but um, the guy, I honestly thought he could have, he would have had he, had he went for more opportunities with hockey that he would have been, you know, in the, you know, Alberta junior hockey league or, you know, in that echelon type of player, because I always felt he was just that natural with it. His hockey sense is above average and that's that also goes with his hockey IQ. Um, uh, I blocked one of his snapshots in practice in even in Adam hockey, and I, I dropped down like a little bitch. And yeah, so I definitely know what it what it feels like um, to know somebody that that could have that could have went somewhere with something out of just a small town like this, and it was just amazing to watch this guy play hockey you know and grow into the individual that he is today so let's talk about who he is today this guy is he's going through some things and and i know it and i'm just trying to be the the better voice on the other end of the snapchat on the other end of the facetime call but he's trending in the right direction and i couldn't be more proud of him um, I, I am just astonished at his resiliency with everything that's gone on in his life. And I couldn't be more happy that he's, that he is trending upwards. And honestly, I just want to repay him for all the times that he's helped me get out of a jam. Even even with the, the circumstances he had growing up, even with the circumstances he has now. Um, 
And all I got to say is, man, just thank you. Thank you. Like sincerely from the bottom of my heart, thank you for, for 15 years. It's been, it's been a hell of a ride. And I'm praying for 15 more. I'm praying for hell 60 more. I want to be in the goddamn same seniors home as you, man. Like that's, that's so much, so much. I appreciate you. Um, and as much as a bad friend as I have been, I, I do apologize. I, I, I don't mean to be the way I am, but like, I'm still trying to find my way in this life too. I'm, I'm a bit lost and hopefully you and I can dig ourselves out of this together. Cause that's what brothers are for. And I just got to say, when we get out of this, I can't wait to see what we become. But I'm going to still talk about him because he needs to know more. So this guy is probably the most charismatic human being. And it's unreal. You don't come across a guy like this very often. You don't come across people like this very often. And with him, it's he's going to tell you how it is. If you don't like it, well, too fucking bad. Seriously. If you like what he says, great. Like you'll you'll have a lifelong friend with him. Because if there's one thing I can admire about him and it doesn't waver with anything in life whatsoever, it is his loyalty. He will never, ever, ever talk shit, talk any smack about anybody. Sure, we all have disagreements with people, but that guy keeps it to himself. You can try fishing anything out of him. He will not tell you a fucking thing. And the one thing that I admire more so is that, and it's still to do with his loyalty, is that um, all he expects in return is, is loyalty in return. So if you're loyal to him, he'll be loyal to you. And it's, it's the best quality a person can have, and this guy's got it. This guy, people, ladies and gentlemen, that that listen to this, he's the guy you want in your corner. Because I know for a fact that if I'm in a dark alley, he'd be my saving graves. He'd take a bullet for me, and I'd take a bullet for him. And as as much as I want to say this, I don't ever, ever, ever want anybody to take a bullet for nobody. But if push came to shove, I'd take a bullet for this guy. If that doesn't speak like volumes of this man's character, I don't know what will. So, all I got to say is, man, happy birthday, 20 years old. You made it. You're the fucking man. I love you. 
And to recap, there's a little bit of foreshadowing in this, but I ain't going to give out any motherfucking spoilers. All right? All right. Um, Big day for my man. I hope to see you today. Uh, And I hope that you get a chance to listen to this today so that you get your birthday present on time. It's currently 7.05 in the morning. Uh, you probably stayed up till about three o'clock if I if I know you correctly. Uh, so you'll probably be up around I don't know noon. It's about nine hours of sleep. If you're not up any earlier, I'm calling you, and I'm calling you. I will leave a dozen voicemails of me just singing "Happy Birthday" in accents, in voice inflictions, in any way possible to make sure that you know that I know. It's your motherfucking birthday, my man. So to my boy Keaton Phillips out there, five minutes down the road, happy birthday, brother. Stay safe out there and have some fun today. I don't give a fuck if it's a Monday. Go get fucking lit, dog. It is how it is. We got nothing to do tomorrow. It's COVID season. Like, we out here. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Um, this is great. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun recording this. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that right now. And uh, because of my internet issues last week, there's going to be about three episodes going up tomorrow. So say, what, Sean? You're putting out four episodes in two days? I was like, yes, Sean, I am putting out. Why the fuck am I talking to myself right now? Who the hell am I? Who do, who do I think I am? Why am I talking about myself in the third person? Like, like what's going on? Am I going nuts? Am I going crazy? Who knows? Been in isolation since April. Haven't really left my house too much other than go to my doctor's appointments. But enough about me, okay? I'm sick of hearing about myself. Sick of it. So... Again, thank you very much, guys. You guys have been great. And wherever you're listening to, please take care of yourselves. Be safe. And lastly, wear your fucking masks out there, people. I want this shit to end. I want to go travel. Love y'all. All right. Peace.